Hello, and welcome to episode 48 of the Checkpoint Done podcast. It's the 14th of August, 2017. My name is Terry, and joining me as always is Darren. Good evening, Terry. Hello, Darren. How are we doing? Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah, very good. I'm tired, though. I saw you. I, I, I bet you're tired, Darren. You tell me why you're tired. Well, we pressed the flesh, didn't we? In person. We did. I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's I've I've had stuff on for the last four weekends. So last weekend uh, we met up at a christening. Um, our yeah, I'd, I'd cousin cousin's <laughs> kid making the kid cousin's cousin. I, I don't know what the it's like a second cousin. It's it's a something, but yeah, we went up to that, and <laughs> I was at a sixtieth uh, the night before. Um, mm-hmm. So got in very late, and very drunk. <laughs> So how how late are we talking? Um, I got in about one ish. Uh, Christina okay. was sat talking to her cousin uh, until about three in the morning. So <laughs> right, <laughs> hence why okay. we're both at the christening with sunglasses on. <laughs> <laughs> I did wonder because I'm thinking it's not really sunny, but okay, <laughs> that's how you want to play it, like a cool customer. But yeah, yeah. So so yeah, yeah. It was good. It's good. It's alright. Yeah, it's, it's, we, we we saw each other. We spoke to one another. We did. Yeah. Had to give tech advice. Yep. Yep. <laughs> no matter where you go in the country, you'll always get someone asking you technical questions. Yeah. That, that was a bit bizarre, actually. <laughs> Why doesn't my email work? I don't bloody know. <laughs> For reasons I'm... <laughs> Uh, and then this weekend just gone had my parents down for the weekend uh, which was a nice catch up took them around Nottingham took them around to do stuff went out for some food went down the canal um, had some more beers nice so yeah yeah at the canal Uh, yeah yeah there's um, right. there's a there's a pub on the canal called uh, Canal House believe it or not and uh, we went there we had some food um, sat inside the canal in the sun having a few beers it was nice I just thought it was like he'd just got like a four pack of tinnies or something like that, and you just like sat on the canal side, just not in Huddersfield now, you know, lad. <laughs> <laughs> S- fucking swigging some of the special brew or whatever the fuck it is. That's going to be back. I mean, um, <laughs> so yeah, so I've done that. So I've um, been a social butterfly uh, for the last what four weekends. Uh, so I'm, you've been socialising. I know. So I'm looking forward to some weekends of doing nothing. In, in fact, uh, check my calendar. And the next event that I've got on is Eurogamer. So that's, what, five weeks away? Yeah, it's a, yeah, about four or five weeks, yeah. yeah so. so I'm going to do lots of gaming on weekends. Wow. It's going to be amazing. Nice. Yeah. Uh, what about yourself? Well, other than the christening, mm-hmm. um, had had some the, the first of many potential issues with uh, the car, mm. um, which, which gave me a, a fright. Um, the clutch went on the car. Nice. Um... Luckily, it wasn't me that was driving at the time. However, uh, kind of leading up to it, I'm like, I was driving back from work and I'm thinking, why is there so much vibration in the clutch pedal? I've never felt this before. Oh, There's a little bit of a noise and I'm like, well, that's that's weird. Like, what the fuck? Anyway, got home and then went back out later on and uh, the vibration had gone in the clutch and I'm like, well, it's fucking sorted itself, stupid old fucking piece of shit car. Mm. Um, and then as I was coming back home, uh, after being out that evening, I'm like, uh, what's that smell? Like, uh, the fuck? Like, I, I'd, I'd got the heating on, so I'm thinking, maybe maybe the heating's burning a little bit? That that doesn't smell right. And uh, got home and uh, thought I'd won uh, mum's partner. Just basically, look, it was a faint smell last night. I don't know what it is, but, you know, 
it might be worth checking out. He's like, it's all right. I'm going to take the car out. Anyway, he went out and, uh, yeah, got a text message, basically. Uh, the clutch has just gone on me. Uh, I'm just waiting for AA to, to come <laughs> sort me out. I, th- I think he was stuck on Leeds Road for about four hours <sighs> while waiting for AA to come out. Um, so, yeah, the, the, cl- the, the clutch is in you. It drives very good now. Uh, getting used to the whole biting point thing, yeah, being yeah. way lower down than what it was. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it it drives way fucking better. Now oh yeah, will do the, without a smoking clutch. The, the clutches. <laughs> yeah, without. Yeah. Apparently, it'd gone through some bearing of some variety, and they had to sort all that out. So. Ouch. And then I was very ghetto because uh, apparently, when you take the battery out of uh, a Peugeot. Uh, it resets the clock and the radio, and the radio requires a code. Yeah, it does, yeah. So I got my Bose wireless uh, speaker uh, sat on the seat next to me while I was listening to tunes through that because I couldn't use the radio because we didn't know the code. <laughs> Fantastic. And it, it, we charge you about 50 quid for it as well. Something ridiculous. Uh, yeah, well, luckily, it was actually jotted down in one of the books that we had in the book. Ah, Okay. One of the manuals had it written in, so it's like, Thank fuck for that. So, yeah, the radio's working, the car's working, everything's okay. Now. Are you allowed to drive it anymore? No. I'll <laughs> <laughs> sit you back on the bus. <laughs> well, funnily enough, it was one of those where it's a case of, because uh, I've been put on the AA coverage now. Oh, interesting. <laughs> and I'd literally just been given the card the day before it happened. Right. But, yeah, it was like, we've never had to call AA out and... Uh, Mum's partner's had to have AA out for various reasons three times recently within the space of like a month. Uh, does that not all down to me, of with, course. Uh, you driving the car? Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> pure coincidence. Uh, no, one one was in the work van, one was in the motorhome. So, oh, right, okay. And then the uh, the third one was in the car, which I'm like, is this, have I done this? What the fuck? Oh, my God. Um, but yeah, that, that clutch has been going strong since 2001. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's not, it's not, it's not done too bad. It just happened to be when I started driving. So, mm-hmm. uh huh. Yep. God damn it. Uh, other than that, though, that's about it. It's just been a lot of work stuff. Um, yeah. But that's stuff we've been doing. Darren, it's time for face palm. So, this strangely enough, we we've not found anything between us that warrants a face palm. No, no, no. Uh, nothing's. Uh, to be fair, I've been that busy. Um, <laughs> I haven't really had a chance to have anything annoy me. Mm. So, yeah, that's all good. Which is unusual. Yeah. You did send me that one minor thing with... Uh, apparently, Candy Crush Saga's been turned into a TV show, which, while isn't a facepalm, it's like, why? Yeah, but... The worst thing is the host. Now, I don't know if you remember Saved by the Bell. I love Saved by the Bell. Um, what was the guy's name? The guy... A.C. Slater. A.C. Slater. He's the host. And he looks so depressed in that promotional <laughs> shot. It's like, oh, fuck. my life has come to this. This is this is what it's become. I used to be famous. I used to be in Saved by the Bell. Yeah. And now I do Candy Crush. I don't. I just don't know how that gets turned into a TV show. The next one's going to be Angry Birds, surely. That, well, we've already had the movie. Well, this is true. Yeah. So th- there's a free idea to to American TV. So yeah. yeah. God damn it. Anyway, well, that was a very short face part. Yeah. Darren. Let's talk about what we've been playing. Let's. Darren, Mm. what have you been playing? 
So I um, I decided, well, I haven't had a lot of free time. So I decided to get Forza Horizon 2 out of the way. So I went through the Storm Island DLC. Okay. It's it's essentially Forza Horizon 2, but rally. Um, all enough. off-road vehicles. Um, not bad, not bad. There were some decent cars on there and it was fairly easy. Like, well, the, okay, so I'll say that. So we, you only okay. had to get through something like 10 events. So you had to win uh, essentially 30, 40 races. That's it. Mm. And I was playing it all day and we, we got to the evening. Um, the other weekend, I think the other Sunday, I think it was. And uh, I said to Christine, I said, oh, I'll, I'll bring this downstairs and we'll play downstairs. You know, we can, you know, we'll do a race each. So I'd had a perfect streak up until till this point. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, and then I'm like, right, okay, so I'll bam, bam, bam. Here we go. Right, won that race. I hand over the controller. Lost. I'm like, and then, and we're talking like really lost. And it's done on a point system, so you've got to be pretty much in the top five on each race to to stand a chance. <laughs> okay. So, so I'm like winning the race, and then I hand it over to her, and she's like ten, twelve. She's bouncing off a wall, bouncing off a tree. So I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> so if I didn't win my races, then we were just screwed. Just, um, just, God so I, no. I, at this point, I only had three championships left. And I thought, you know, it'd be a nice evening. We can just play through this, get it done, and it's done. Um, no, I, I, I had to go and fix it the following morning. Because <laughs> <No, no. laughs> she'd lost that bad. I mean, to be fair, she she's really good at driving games, but the off-roady bits... Um, took a little bit of mastering. Yeah. So she didn't master it in time, and she's like, mm, I'm like does, mm. does it not have the uh, rewind time feature? It does, it does. Okay. It, even using that, she was coming in like 10th, 12th. Ah, okay. It can be a bitch. That off-roading yeah. stuff, I remember being a pain in the ass sometimes. Uh, yes, and if you're not... I mean, I had played probably about 10, 15 hours, so I'd got used to the, the driving mechanics. Uh, and, and to be fair she wasn't going to pick it up straight away because I, I didn't pick it up straight away. Um, so it, what what I assumed would be a fun evening turned into... <laughs> <laughs> She's always fun. Yeah. But anyway, so that that's out of the way. Made a start on Far Cry Primal. Oh, okay. And um, yeah. it's not good. Um, that's deeply upsetting. Yeah, so think Far Cry 4 sap all the fun out of it, uh, remove any story, remove any tech, any fun weapons or anything like that, replace it with clubs and uh, bow and arrow, and that's it. Um, I'd look, I I think I finished it, but the, 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 there was no like big celebration, no nothing like that. And then mm. I was look, uh, I just had a look at a walkthrough, and I've killed the end of game boss, but that was it. It's just that there was five or six sub-stories right. with about three missions in each, and you just go through them and do them. Uh... Yeah, it's uh, it's it's quite disappointing, to be honest. The only thing I did quite like is, and I think this is something that they're going to use in the next Assassin's Creed game, um, so you've got an eagle mm-hmm. or an owl in this, and you can kind of send it out to scout and kind of highlight all um, all the enemies and stuff. Right. And then use it to take out an enemy or, or drop bombs and things like that. Now, if they implement that properly in the next Assassin's Creed game, that'll be pretty cool. I was just going to say, don't they have the... They've got an eagle or something yeah. I saw in the videos. That tags enemies and stuff. Yeah, so if that's the same thing, then that's that's a good idea. And that's that's about all there is good coming out of this game. Mm. 
Um, but it's just kind of flat. And I, I even played about five hours of it listening to podcasts because everything's subtitled because you're talking Neanderthal. Which and is, the, yeah. the, there's just no story. There's no nothing. There's just it's just so dull. It's probably um, the best way. To be honest with you, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I enjoy Far Cry stories to a certain degree, mm. but I find more enjoyment out of kind of the same with any other open world game, and the same as kind of how I was playing Assassin's Creed initially was the whole. Okay, yeah, there's a mission. It's urgent. Whatever. I'm just gonna go pillage these areas and just clean up this bit. Yeah, yeah. and just enjoy like like taking out the camps and just trying to be like a stealth bastard from yeah, like so... a distance with a sniper rifle, which was cool. But remove the sniper rifle. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It sounds sad. Yeah, so you, anyway. you've <laughs> got a bow and arrow, which has got a range of maybe, I'd say about 20 meters. And that's right. your longest, long distance weapon. Ugh. So you kind of sending in your animal and sending in um, the owl. Um, I mean, there was a couple of bases that I took out without even going anywhere near them. Right, okay. You just drop the berserk stuff on them and wipe them out. But... But yeah, a bit disappointing. I've got one one mission outstanding on the map. So I guess if I go do that one, maybe I'll get titles roll or something. But it's only taken about 15 hours. Which, that's relatively short for a Far Cry game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's me doing about half the towers, doing about half the bases and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it it's just not grabbed me, making me want to go and do these things. Yeah, uh, that's unfortunate. Because yeah. Far Cry games are pretty pretty good at least three and kind of took a turn like saints row did is like three and four were pretty good yeah i don't remember much of the first two but the first one was brilliant second one i didn't particularly like because it added some kind of um he had some kind of disease which he kept having malaria something like that yeah something like that which that just made it bollocks um one i i remember one but didn't that have like fucking I, I'm going to say aliens, or there was some th- like big brutish things in a base somewhere, and it was nowhere near what it is today. No, no, no. It was a quite linear experience, but, but open world-ish, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, Far but, Cry was was the game that you'd try and run and just see how good your PC was, that in Crisis. I was going to say they wanted to run on CryEngine. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But yeah, yeah, bit bit of a pity. As I said, I've got one mission left to do. If it's anything like this, this other end of game boss that I took out. Mm. Um, so, in fact, I, I actually got stuck on the guy because I, I I wandered into his camp, and right. uh, and got killed by him. Then when I actually looked on YouTube, it was just like, oh, uh, people have got how to kill so and so, and then it's in brackets final boss. I'm like, really? <laughs> and. All I ended up doing, and I, I shit you not, so I tried all these tactics that everybody was saying, you're knocking down the ice, stunning him, doing this, that, and the other. The best tactic I found was run up to him and use a club and just keep smacking him in the head. Tactics? Yeah, he went down <laughs> in about a minute, and I was like, ah, okay. That's fucking weird. Yeah, so... Not well thought out. No, 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 no. I don't think this is one of their better games. Is this full price when it first came out? Yeah, yeah. Ugh. This so, this sounds like it should have been maybe a, a kind of standalone DLC kind of thing, maybe yes. kind of like Blood Dragon. Yeah, uh, yes, yes. I think that would have been better like that because I don't think there's enough content in it. There's there's zero story, mm. and oh, 
there was even a section where you had to go see this medicine man and he had the most quests so i did about six or seven quests for him and yeah. they're all like the um you know like the dream state ones but you were like controlling mammals and stuff and leading mammals away from hunters and i was like what the fuck <laughs> because we all love a good protect quest don't we i mean I don't know if you know this, but they're like the best type of missions in a game ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and when you fail quests because other things in the AI doesn't work properly and the dying... Oh, it's like the best thing. It's like <laughs> yeah, the yeah. best thing ever. <laughs> I, I live for protect quests. <laughs> they're, they're my fetch quests. Oh, if yeah. they could make games just based around those two things, fuck. Well, that, that's the thing. So you, you had another guy that you had to do missions for and they'd... Even though this is set uh, like... Um, many, many, many years ago, mm. you had uh, essentially a redneck. What? Yeah, who was trying to learn how to fly and things, and it was like, right, I need, uh, I need five feathers. Climb all the way up there and go in and teach one of those nests and get a feather for me. And then you see him tried to fly with them and just kind of falls. And it, but it, it, it was very strange. It, it was very redneck-ish, but with like the oldie worldy tongue of of. Like Neanderthal, that feels weird considering I'm guessing the rest of that game is kind of played straight laced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've got woman walking around with um, uh, ears around her neck that she's cut off her enemies and stuff like right. that, and it, so yeah, very straight laced. And then you've just got this 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 comic relief of this redneck type character. It's just like um, mm-hmm. so yeah, it, it uh, they definitely had their B team on this. Right. Okay. I mean. You kind of look at Far Cry Five and you think that there's probably a lot of production, a lot of work gone into that. So yeah, yeah, they've probably been working on that since four, and I think five. Uh, Primal came out. Was it the year after? Uh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, Far Cry Five will will make everything right again with the Far Cry franchise by the looks yes. of it. So. Yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, what about yourself? What have you been playing? So I went back to Assassin's Creed Syndicate, even though I didn't need to. Uh, just cleaning up some stuff. I it was weird. I uh, edited the podcast uh, for the last episode, and I'm just like, right, okay. I want to sit down. I want to play some games. What do I play? And then I'm looking through the library of games and I'm thinking, don't want to play that. Don't want to play that. Don't want to play that. Went onto the Xbox. Don't want to play that. And then I got Assassin's Creed staring at me, and I'm just like, fine. And went back. <laughs> then went back in, and I'm just like, as much as I hate the fucking movement system in that, I just think, fuck it, I'm just going to go in. I'm just going to clean some shit up. Mm. Just going to do some side stuff. And I did did a fair bit. I've I've been cleaning up some uh, some of the collectibles. Um, I was looking at the trophy list just to see kind of what easy achievements I could get. And yeah, yeah. Uh, like some of the assisting the um, the carriages and all that sort of stuff. And yeah. Uh, so I've just been doing some of that, but it's it's been all right. I've, I I still enjoy Far Cry. Uh, no, don't try again. I still enjoy Assassin's Creed, mm. um, even though I was done with it. I am thinking about getting the Jack the Ripper uh, DLC. I, I, I didn't look to see if it was on sale, but uh, if it is, I will pick that up because I I I still really like that world. Yeah, yeah. Um, been massively enjoying it. So I I, I did pick up the DLC. Um, so I'll probably do it after Far Cry, right? Okay. As a oh, this is a proper Ubisoft game. That's the one. Yeah, it's yeah. like this is how it, uh, this is how games from Ubisoft should be. Yeah. Although we've still got to try and play uh, the Division yet. I know we tried the beta a while ago, but yeah, that that's just been patched recently. Um, was it last week? I don't know. 
Yeah. So it just sure. had some major patch where it did lots of stuff, and I was like, oh, okay, maybe I need to, I need to get in there and do stuff, or or even just buy it because I, I think CD keys have got it like a tenner now. I mean, that's no, no. But I mean, with with all the updates and stuff, might be worth a punt on that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, so been playing a bit more of Assassin's Creed. Uh, played a bit more of the Final Station. Okay. That's going in some really weird fucking directions, but it's still cool. Okay. I'm still enjoying it. I've still got to finish that game yet. Um, played some of the Overwatch Summer Games. That started on the 8th. Okay. Uh, it's running till the 28th. Uh, so they've got like a, a bunch of like exclusive skins that only fucking appear like during this time of the year. Same with Christmas, same with Halloween, that sort of stuff. So people are just hurriedly trying to get loot boxes so they can unlock these exclusive skins. I got the one I wanted. I posted it on Twitter. I saw your reply. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, but I got the skin that I wanted. It was all good. And now I don't have to play the Overwatch Summer Games because I got what I wanted out of it, so it's all good. Ah, uh, okay. It, it's, I had to buy five loot boxes to get it, though. But What, with actual cash? Yeah. How, mu- how much have you... Because I know you've spent quite a bit. Um, how much do you think you've spent on Overwatch now? I'd say probably about... Not a lot. I'd say probably about 20 quid hmm. on loot boxes. But you, I think you get like five for less than a fiver. Okay. So it's not too bad. He says to himself, trying to convince himself that that's not a bad thing. Blizzard know how to get you. I know. I reached level fifty uh, in that yeah. game. I, right? Um, it's a it's a really fun game. I I, I kind of wish that you and and Team Vega had gotten Overwatch because I've had a lot of fun with Overwatch. But you got it on the PS4, didn't you? Yeah. So that's why nobody's playing with you. No one plays with me anyway, I'm so lonely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And kind of the only other thing I've been playing, again, I don't know why it happens. Once every so often I feel the need uh, to rock out with Rock Band 4 again. Hmm. Um, They've just added more, like, some missions and stuff to it. Do you know how they had the Rivals Hub? Okay, yep. The Rivals thing. Uh, They've now added missions to it, so you unlock stuff through missions and and that sort of stuff as well. So, um. Yeah, just been rocking out. I don't know how why I get like this once every so often, but I just see the guitar just kind of stood in the corner of my room, just like, I just want to give a quick go, and like, yeah, I'll play a couple quick songs, and then it turns into just playing it obsessively for like fucking nearly a week straight. So nice. So yeah, it's been good. I do kind of wish they'd introduce the. Um, I can't remember if it was on the Vive or the Oculus. They did Rock Band VR. Oh, cool. That would have been good on PS4. Yeah, yeah, that would. Like, strap the headset on, get the guitar, just be a cool motherfucker. At least within VR, you'd probably look like a decade outside, but... Yeah, but but in there, you'd, you'd but be in on there. the stage. Yeah. yeah, in there, I'd be like the rock band. I'd be like the guy. Yeah. Um, guitar Hero Live kind of made you feel like that because they did that. Uh, full motion video stuff. The did, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was pretty seamless with if you played well or not. That was actually quite impressive. Yeah. Um, but I don't have the same urge to go back to Guitar Hero Live that I do with Rock Band. Mm. I think it's the button configuration. I'm so used to the the five button uh, configuration, but I don't know. They seem to be 
constantly updating the libraries with you know new tracks and they're adding stuff constantly so still getting a lot of support so yeah cool so yeah that's that's been about it i mean i've got the vr headset looking at me and it's just like it's gathering a bit of dust and i feel like i just need to give it a bit of love yeah yeah it needs a bit of loving um but i've got some stuff that i need to record because uh, a couple demos that came out on playstation one called portal nights kind of looks like an RPG thing, but oh, kind of yes, Minecrafty. Yes. Um, so I wouldn't mind giving that a go. Uh, I saw a game as well called was it? Is it Neon Riders? It's basically like an eighties, eighties, eighties. You're in a car, and it's well, like it's, a, got, it's got the word neon, and if it's in the eighties, then you'll love it. Yeah, so I, th- I think I saw that on the store for like seven ninety nine. I'm like, oh, I'm having it. Um, I'd seen a trailer <laughs> of it before, but it's just like here's some eighties synthwave music. And, and you're, you're like, just driving a car, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, okay, I'll have that. So, so yeah, but that's it. That's all I've I've been playing, and what I will be playing shortly. But uh, so yeah, it's been about it, really. Cool. So yeah, that's that's what we've been playing. Let's talk about what we've been watching. Let's. Checkpoint. Darren. Yes. What have you been watching? Again, not had a whole lot of time. Um. But watched a few films. Watched um, Ark, uh, so one of the Netflix exclusives. Oh, okay. Um, it's uh, spelled A R Q. Not bad. Hour and a half long. Think, think. Uh, Groundhog Day. Think um, Edge of Tomorrow. Okay. And for reasons, time is looping, and as they loop through, some people retain memories, and stuff happens. Uh, but yeah quite interesting quite interesting all no-name characters really but again it was it was good it was good hour and a half long fairly predictable but it was executed pretty well right i like the fact that netflix are kind of taking risks yeah they don't need like big name stars in like the films but they're they're trying to pump out you know trying to see if anything sticks sort of thing so i like the fact that they're taking risks yeah, so th- that that was okay. I mean, if if you are bored and flicking through Netflix, have a look at Ark. I think you'll enjoy it. Mm, okay. Because we've now finished Bates Motel, we decided to go back and watch the original film, Psycho. Oh, okay. Very interesting. Um, so having not seen it before, it was so we could see what they'd done in in season five, and right. there were some lines that were like for like. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I won't spoil season five because that's not on Netflix yet. Um, mm. But there were things that happened in season five, which, uh, yeah, were very similar to what happened in the film. Right, okay. Uh, but it was interesting seeing it that way around. So, seeing all the Bates Motel and then going back to watch this, it's like, ah, so that was that bit. And it kind of fleshes out some of the story. Right, okay. So, is is Bates Motel kind of a, like an alternate version of retelling of it or is this supposed to lead up to psycho do we know so i can tell you the answer but it would be a spoiler fair enough never mind <laughs> um but it's uh, let's just say it's a reimagining okay sure um in, in, you know how how the scream tv series was different to the kind of based on the same story but modernized it was called scream and that was about all they had that was similar well, he had a guy with a mask. Well, he had a guy with a mask, but you know what I mean. It's, it's yeah. yeah. I mean, season one of Scream was pretty cool. That, Man, that was basically the first film. 
Yeah, but that was really cool. And then the second season was just like, oh. Yeah, hence why it got canned. Um, but yeah, it's it, if if you've watched Bates Motel and you haven't seen Psycho, go and watch Psycho because there'll be a lot of references and you'll be like, ah, right, okay, I see where that came from. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. And th- just the other one. So this was, um, I don't know where I found it. I think it was on iTunes and it was one of these that it was bargain of the week or whatever it was. Mm. And it was a film called Colossal. Okay. Bit bizarre, but turned out to be a really, really good film. This happens in the first five minutes, so it's not really a spoiler, but for reasons, when a certain woman stands in a certain kid's playground at a certain time, um, a monster appears on the opposite side of the world, matching her full body movements. What? And it only happens for a certain <laughs> amount of time. Yeah, it's really bizarre. So there's like all the news footage of this this massive creature in Hong Kong or Japan. I can't remember where exactly it was. Mm. Of it trouncing through buildings, kind of like um, like a Godzilla type thing. Right. But again, this happens in the first maybe 10 minutes that she does something, uh, a, a certain movement. It's like, hang on, that's 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 me. <laughs> And then they, they all work out where and why and all the rest of it, and then the story expands. It's it's pretty cool. What the fuck? Yeah, it's it, it, it's a really good watch. She's, she could be stood there picking her nose, and this monster's just going to copy what she does. Yes. What? Yeah, but stood, um, like, 100 foot high. Mm. That's fucking weird. Yeah, but uh, again, really good film. Really cool. good film. I might have to look out for that one. Yeah, well, if you watch the trailer, you'll be like, wow. It, it it looks like a proper monster movie, like a Godzilla movie or something like that. Right, fucking hell. But when it comes down to it, it's just very cleverly done with uh, some interesting characters and, and good story, good story. Yeah. Um, so, as mentioned before, we'd finish Bates Motel Season 5. Mm-hmm. Interesting conclusion. Okay. And again, I don't want to spoil it because it's not a hit Netflix yet, and I know that some people listening are watching it or waiting for season five to come, so I ain't going to spoil any of that. Yeah. But interesting conclusion. Mm, okay. Picked up another one on Netflix. It was only a 10-episode one, um, a series called Beyond. Right. Started very interesting. Uh, so first four episodes maybe were, were quite unique, and then it just went in a bit of a weird direction. You feel like it was kind of like, oh shit, we've only got a few episodes left, right, right ourselves out of the corner. No, so it kind of went off on a weird tangent. And right. I kind of wish they hadn't gone off on the weird tangent. Um, and again, it's, think, think, what, what was the film with the near-death experience thingies? Flatliners? Um, basically, what, what you had this... So again, this explained quite early on, so it's not really spoiling it. Um, you had a guy, for reasons, was in a coma, and he was in a coma for 12 years. And this suggested that while you're in the coma, even though your body's there, your 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 being, your spirit, goes to another world. Right. And so he lived a, a life for 12 years in this other world, and it's only when he came out of the coma he snapped back in, and then he's got memories of and, and people that he met that they all find each other and stuff like that. So it was quite interesting. Mm, okay. But yeah, it, it kind of went up. So as I said, it was it was good for about the first half. And yeah. then the second half kind of went, eh, I'm, I'm not sure I like that direction. 
Yeah, but it was all right. Yeah. Not bad if you've got nothing better to watch. Okay. And I guess the only thing worth talking about, and again, I'll stay very spoiler-free on this, um, Game of Thrones. Um, start, it, it's this thing with the stuff. All right, okay. Sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. might like it. First three episodes or so were okay. They were just story building. And the last two episodes, shit has got real. Right, okay. And I can't really say anything about it, because spoilers, um, but wow. It's it, fine, it, I don't watch it, you can tell me. But the other people. Oh, shit, yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, Game of Thrones has really knocked it out of the park. Nice. Yeah, so. This has kind of been talk around the office. Yeah, well, exactly, yeah. It's, oh, you just watch Game of Thrones. And it's just like, I don't, I don't, I don't give a shit. Ha ha! And it's just like people are just talking about it like all over the place. It's like, cool. Well, that, that, that's kind of what's happening. So I, I'm going into work on like Tuesday morning and the guy next to me, um, he watches it. And mm. literally we'll sit there for about half an hour talking about the episode because yeah. because stuff happened. Right, okay. Like shit happened. Yeah. I'll just be over here like twiddling my thumbs waiting for Stranger Things and crying into a pillow until October. <laughs> but, you know. Just wait, just you wait till you go, oh, Stranger Things. And I'm like, what? What was that? And you're like, no. go watch it just so we can talk about it. Yeah, that'll be the thing that'll hurt me. It's just that, was Stranger Things? But people will say it in all earnest instead of like pretending like I do to not know what Game of Thrones is. <laughs> and it will yeah. upset me deeply. Yeah. Um, but no, that's good. I mean, I'm glad that, that Game of Thrones is still, by the sounds of it, kicking ass. It's not falling down the walking dead route of uh, you're just abusing us now. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, uh, there were a couple of standout episodes in the last season, um, mm. but nothing really special. This started off quite slow, uh, but the last two episodes have been like, holy shit. Right, okay. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Ah, there you go. Uh, what about yourself? What have you been watching? Uh, Finished Glow. All right. Uh, you know what? I actually, I think I was talking about... Worth sticking with? Yeah, uh, yeah I enjoyed it a lot. Um, towards the end, it, it, it picked up uh, quite a bit. It, it was pretty good, uh, I must admit. Like, I think I was talking about in the last episode, and I'm like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. You know. um, no, I enjoyed it. I, I thought this was pretty good. Uh, they've announced that they're doing a season two of it, which okay. uh, which I'm looking forward to. Um but yeah, no, it, it it was good the way that they 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 did because I think I was it's about halfway through. I mm. thought, well, I'm I'm just gonna fucking finish it because they're only short episodes. So, um, but I'm glad I stuck with it. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Okay. Um. So yeah, if if you like the '80s or wrestling or even both, uh, you'll probably get some out of Glow. Okay. Cool. I don't know if it, you you might like it. I don't know. I don't know. Mm, it's, maybe. It, it's, it's there. It's there. I, I enjoyed it. But um, film-wise, I watched... I think I might have talked about this before, a film called Her. Um... I don't know. I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast before, but this is... it. Her, it's a bit of a difficult one to explain. It's kind of um, kind of a melancholy kind of indie film, um, okay. but it, it's kind of tech stuff but it's a weird spin on like technology in like 50 60 years in the future okay it's it's basically about a guy uh going through life and uh in this tech future uh everyone is obsessed with technology 
uh, kind of like now, uh, but they introduced this new operating system that basically it's the first artificial intelligent operating system and it's about kind of this relationship in quotation marks okay kind of between this guy and um this operating system kind of how they get on and all that sort of stuff and it, it's quite it, it is a really interesting film i think it's about it's about two hours long okay um but it, it's it's quite a deep ish kind of film for what it is and i know it sounds a very silly premise but it's it's got some decent names in it. It's got uh, Joaquin Phoenix, okay, uh, Scarlett Johansson, nice, uh, Olivia Wilde, uh, Amy Adams, Chris Pratt. So there's some some decent names in it. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's it's a weird one. It, it's not one that's like oh explosions or anything like that. But it's just a nice, pleasant film. Have you ever seen um, Lost in Translation? No. No, okay. That that's one to watch. I like that. Again, that's a film where that has Scarlett Johansson in it as well, which is very kind of. There's not much happens in it, but it's just a really good film. Okay, I, I know the premise of it. That's the one with um, Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. So it's kind of the, a very similar thing. Is is kind of two hours of nothing happens. Okay. But it does. But it's so enjoyable to the point of where I could happily watch it for like a couple more hours and see what else happens right sort okay. of thing it's it's a weird one but i enjoy that film uh i've i've watched it a few times and y- you've got to be in the right mood to watch it yeah um, okay but it, it just goes some places and it's pretty cool uh but yeah uh, um and the other one i actually went to the cinema 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 Hmm. Um, I went to the place where they show films on a big screen and i went to go see dunkirk okay any good? I'm I'm getting mixed messages. I uh, I enjoyed it. Okay. Uh, I I did enjoy it. Um, I don't think this is one of Christopher Nolan's better better films. Okay. Uh, I still think Dark Knight is his his best. Um, okay. Obviously, the subject matter is based on real thing, and going into it, there is not a lot of dialogue in this film. Okay. There is dialogue, obviously, but not. It's more down to the... It's as though he's let the actions and, like, the atmosphere and the ambience just kind of make the film for him. Okay. So there's not a lot of... There doesn't need to be a lot of dialogue because it's all shown through action and and kind of specific scenes and, and that sort of stuff. And I can understand why people don't like it. Right. Because it's not a typical... Nolan film, it's not a typical action film, it's kind of a thing unto right, itself. Okay. Um, it's kind of like Nolan's tried to get super artistic with the way that he's doing stuff, and that's not to say that the other stuff that he's done is not artistic, but it's like he's tried to, he's really kind of tried to ramp that up, and it, this isn't a spoiler, but there's a certain pop star in it, and it's just like, that just breaks you out of the mood straight away. It's just so, like, uh, okay. Um, I was listening to uh, Radio 1 the other morning, uh, in fact, when Dunkirk came out. And because it's got the dude out of that band that does the stuff. Yeah, that's the one, yeah. So it was just like, um, so about about quarter to to eight in the morning, you've got the entertainment news. 
Mm. And it's just like, oh yeah, I went to the Dunkirk premiere last night and uh, and Harry Styles was there and Harry Styles was there and I interviewed all the other people and asked him what it was like working with Harry Styles and it was like the Harry Styles <laughs> movie. <laughs> and it was just like, really? I, I knew he, it's his first film that he's going to be in and apparently he's okay in it. But uh, she was going around and interviewing everybody else said, oh, so what was it like working with Harry and how is Harry and did it? She's like, whoa, 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 we're all in this film as well, you know. Just fucking weird. Yeah. Um it is bizarre because he, he's in he's in a decent amount of it. Okay. Um, he says fuck at one point, which was weird. But uh, he wasn't like the main focal point of that film. Um, it's told in a, a weirdish kind of way. If you're not paying attention, it might throw you a little bit. Yeah, okay. Um, I think the action bits in it are pretty good. However, the person that I was with um, was been like an old woman uh because um they thought it was too loud they get to point the fingers in their ears it's like this is this is a cinema this is what we do um like very loud uh it's very very loud though at parts i must admit it was like can we just turn this down a little bit it's a bit too bit too much i i heard a very similar in fact that same entertainment person said it was extremely loud it is yeah uh there, there are parts in it where it's so quiet and still and the next minute it's just noise and it's like haha did we trick you did we oh, right, okay. we've calmed down a little bit noise again and it's like it, it doesn't happen like a lot but there are scenes like elongated scenes where the, the it, it really is super loud mm. uh, so I can understand uh, where they were coming from but uh, but yeah it's, it's good I, I, I thought it was okay um, I didn't go see it in the IMAX uh, so I don't know. I can imagine some of those scenes looking pretty good, but I I thought it looked alright anyway. But yeah, it's one of his shorter films. I think it was about an hour and a half long. Okay, which is not long for a Christopher Nolan film. So no. I don't know. It's it's alright. I, I it might be one of those where wait for it to come out if you've got a decent sound system and a big TV. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know if it requires sin. Uh, I, Interstellar was one that I heavily recommended. You need to see this in the cinema. Hmm, okay. uh, Dunkirk, I'm not quite sure. You could probably get the same effect from it, like I say, from a big TV and a, a, a the sound is is the main thing for the film. So, sure, okay. uh, with your fancy Atmos system, you'll be fine. Cool. Okay. So yeah, Dunkirk. It was it was all right. Cool. It was a thing. And then the challenge stuff, Darren. So Terry, I challenge mm. you to go and watch Misery. You did. Um, quite a nice little film. Yeah. yeah. There, there is, however, one scene in it which still to this day I'm like, man, that must have hurt. And I know it wasn't real, but just the visuals and stuff. It was just like, man. No, it was that that James Khan was so dedicated to his craft that he let um, he let her take a sledgehammer to his ankles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that film is. Uh, That's some dark fucking- shit. It's dark shit. It's it's good though. Yeah, I'm like I, I'd heard it the the title Misery before. Yeah, and it sounds silly, but I'd I'd heard it kind of like I think the Simpsons did like a special on like Stephen King. Yeah, where yeah. they had like three stories. I think it was one of the Halloween specials, and yeah, uh, okay. Misery was one of them. So from that, like knowing uh, when you know when he's in the accident and he's been you know helped by. A psycho hose beast. Yeah. Um, 
it's just like, okay, I kind of think I know where the, this is going, but yeah, it's just sure. some proper, like, intense stuff. But it it was dark. Mm. Like, these people are psychos. What the fuck? Um, she is especially a fucking psycho. Um, I can't remember the actress's name. Kathy Bates, that was the one. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's Kathy Bates being fucking psychotic. Yeah. And being pretty fucking great while she's doing it. But oh, I thought she was brilliant in it. You, you genuinely felt scared for him. It's just how she's able to flip from everything's la 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 and then something goes wrong and she's just like flips at the yeah. flick of a switch and she's like, <gasps> what the fuck? She's going to kill him like any moment. Yeah. Uh, especially that bit where she fucking injects him with something and then she stood over him and she's like... She, she strapped him down. This is when she fucking breaks his ankles. Yeah. It's like strapped him down. It's just like, what, what's going on? It's like, oh, you've been out, haven't you? It's like, I don't know what you're talking about. It's just like, yeah, the the penguin that you picked up faces a particular way. I know that you've been out. I can't imagine what you've seen in my scrapbook. And it's like, she's a psycho. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, uh, and then, yeah, just leads to... It just leads to the breaking of the ankles, and it is very graphic. Yeah, yeah. that bit in particular, obviously, very graphic. That and when the old, the poor fucking old policeman, sheriff dude, just gets fucking shot through the chest. Yeah, that actually made me jump. <laughs> so I wasn't <laughs> expecting it. It's just like, look, right, okay, sure, she's probably gonna come from behind, fucking stab him or hit him over the head with something. Yeah, yeah, just fucking shoots him through the chest with a massive shotgun. It's like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> but i i like the fact that um you know the 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 writer actually kind of uh plays with her emotions it's just like oh i'm gonna go get my gun i've got two bullets sort of thing like she's ready to kill yeah it's like no let's let's finish the book we can't you know can't deprive the world of the book and it's just like he manages to kind of tease her through you know through it and all that sort of stuff and yeah them just them two fighting and and scrapping it up and just all that sort of stuff. I, th- I thought it was a good film. Yeah. Uh, again, I didn't. Uh, I I knew it was based off a Stephen King novel, which he seems to be coming up quite a bit in the last couple. Yeah. Films have been Stephen King related, but um, yeah, I like this. I, I like this one, but I don't know if kind of knowing the twists and turns where I could go back and watch it again. But yeah, so I, I probably only watched it maybe two or three times. Um, yeah. It, Without the suspense, it's it's not quite as good. Yeah, uh, and you you watch it out for the 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 ankle breaking moment. Yeah, I'm surprised this is something that cinema has tried not remaking. They potentially could have, but yeah, yeah, it, it would it, it with CG now, though, wouldn't it? So it would, but how fucking boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God break somebody's it. ankles. <laughs> yeah, just fucking do it for real life. God damn it. <laughs> But no, yeah. it was it was good. I, again, this is why I like practical effects in films because that shit looked real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like just putting the wood blocks in between his ankles and then just oh. fucking taking a, a sledgehammer straight to him. Just like that looks fucking awesome. <laughs> but you know, you, you just can't pull that off that well these days. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I don't know. It's I don't know. It's just weird. But misery, I liked it. It was good. Cool. Okay, so your next film, a lot more lighthearted, um, but maybe maybe break the brain a little bit uh you're gonna watch 12 monkeys oh okay and that's all i'm telling you fair enough is it uh, a hilarious 
CGI animated film about 12 monkeys. Uh, nope. Oh, okay. uh, we will discuss on the next show of what you thought of it and how many times you had to rewind bits to just make sure you understood what was going on. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> this may break your brain. Uh, is this kind of like the first time you watch Memento and you're like, what the fuck's going on? Um, yeah. Okay, that's fine. Fair enough. So 12 Monkeys is the next one. Yeah. And then okay. if you like that, there is a there's a spin-off TV series. Uh, it's on oh. Netflix, actually. Uh, first season. Okay. So, that's but, not bad. Yeah, it, it, very good. I like it. Mm, okay, 12 Monkeys. Cool. Cool. And that is what we've been watching. Now, let's talk about what we've been reading. Yes. So I, so after after reading, or I should say, listening to Fear of the Survivors, mm. I needed something a lot more lighthearted. So a lot less monotone. Yeah. So I, I went to uh, one of my favorite authors, uh, Scott Myers. Okay. And he's just done a new book called Run Program. So this is a guy that did the Wizard series, uh, the Authorities, and the other one, which the name I've forgotten. He's pumping these books out left, right, and centre. Unfortunately, you could tell in this book. Oh. Um, so it's it started off really well. It was um, about an AI they were creating that mm. for reasons escaped and then did stuff. It started off really well, though. Um, one major, major, major thing that really annoyed me in it. So it, it didn't have um, uh, Luke Daniels narrating. Unfortunately, uh, all right, okay. He had a different woman narrating. Now she was a decent enough narrator. Um, she did decent enough on the voices, but I think because he's pumping out these books, this wasn't modified from book form to audio book form. Right. So what you got? The, this was a very dialogue heavy book, and it was like, oh, good morning, Terry. Darren said, oh, oh no. Terry said. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was like that and it was v- but the thing is she she was in character so she she had whatever voice on and then it kind of went Al said <laughs> and it just snapped you out of it oh no is this you being sexist no 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 um, <laughs> go listen to the go to audible and listen to the the, the preview mm. and even in that preview you'll have the her voice just changes and it goes up uh and it just goes, Al said. But when you've got that at the end of each one, it's just like, oh, man, that's taking me out of it. The problem is as well, again, this goes back to the Mr. Monotone mm. uh, with, with Fear the Survivors. Was it Fear the Survivors? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the problem being is the fact that, again, they're only reading what they've been given. Yeah. So if the book is like, he said, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Blah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. He said. Uh, it's just like, but I just I can't gel with books that don't flow. Yeah, I I, I can tell difference between. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I hate when when they do that, which is why I prefer fucking audio dramas. But yeah, yeah, and 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 the thing is, there, there were a few comedy. I mean, it was meant to be a comedy book. Mm. Um, but I think she, I, I think she was a good narrator, but from a more serious book. Okay, so she sure. kind of lacked the uh, flexion for some of these comedy moments, which just made them fall flat. Which is a pity because the original narrator for uh, yeah, uh, Luke Daniels, yeah, he he delivered those 
those characters really well. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Um, which is and, a pity. And to to be fair, it, his formula's starting to get a bit thin now. So it was after the first hour or so, it was predictable. You knew exactly what was going to happen. Right. Okay. And what I assumed after the first hour, I I was about ninety percent right. Jeez. Right. Okay. But yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate because it kind of kind of built up some of these characters and some of them were quite interesting. Then they just became side characters and it was just like, and then the entire story kind of changed to a um, the military dealing with uh, this rogue AI. And it's just like, mm, that's just turned boring. Where before it was all the character building and, and the AI and, and their interactions with and stuff like that. It was quite interesting. Mm. And then it just turned into... War games. I've seen that film. Yeah, you have. Yeah, I thought it was okay. But I finished that today on my run, and uh, I hope he doesn't bother with any more in that series. It, wow. It's almost like he's <laughs> he's he's been tarnished with the the Wizard series, which which to be fair, are pretty good. Mm. And he, he's trying to branch off into the directions just to get some feedback. Um, like the authorities was brilliant. He he should spend more time in that world. And uh, yeah, I I hope this is just a one off. It's kind of like the writer of Misery because he was just writing Misery books and he just wanted to try something else, which is why he killed the character off in the Misery series, which led to his ankles being broken. Yep. Yeah, so that, that's me. Uh, what about yourself? Have you read, listened to anything? Yeah, I've been listening to more of Alien River of Pain. Mm. So, like, the first the first one, like, I was absolutely gripped by. Yeah, yeah, that was all right. What am I about? two hours into this now yeah um and we're still kind of teasing stuff i think it's like a five hour book oh wow okay i I could tell you the kind of issue i'm having with it but to tell you that i would be spoiling it yeah let's not do that i'm not i don't want to that's that's i'm trying to think about ways of talking around it they uh, have they continued with the um the narration updates from the computer is no. that still a thing is that gone away so they've kind of got they haven't got the computer okay but they have kind of like an um imagine like a book that's like for the beginning of a chapter it's like you know here's the year here's the date this is where we are sort of thing right okay then it goes into the story they don't have uh, the computer kind of breaking it up because that kind of broke the last book for me yeah and when they start getting towards the end it was an update every every 30 seconds yeah um this doesn't do that it, it does let the story i think they kind of realized and they've let the story flow a bit more okay I, I when i say it's an issue that i'm having with it it's not a massive thing but i'm like the good thing about the first one was the fact that you know it was it was uh, uh it was an enclosed story yeah the difficulty with this one is I kind of feel like I know where this is going to go. Right, okay. And I don't know if I, li- if, if I like it or not. So, I mean, obviously I've still got, you know, I've still got about three, three and a half hours left of a book. So yeah, yeah. it might just take a complete one eight and just surprise me. But I don't know. We'll see. Um, okay. I'm enjoying it though. I mean, the, the uh, acting and everything is absolutely top notch. Yeah, okay. it's the same as Out of the Shadow. It's it's top notch acting. The sound effects 
uh, and all that they've they've just got from the you know from like the films and that sort of stuff and they they're integrating that really well and but yeah I I, I can't complain about the actual presentation of it um i'm just hoping that it goes in a slightly different direction to where i think it's gonna go okay um but other than that I, it's it's good um still got a couple credits to spend which i think uh because i think mine renews on the 16th yeah i think i'm gonna spend those two credits and maybe put my rent uh, you know put it on hiatus for a bit yeah so i need to play catch up desperately but i am going to have some more time in the near future where i'm going to be able to be in the office and and listen to some more stuff so that should be good cool okay so just catch up on it but yeah anyway darren mm-hmm. it's that time again where we go to the reading corner yes. so gotham by gaslight what did they think? Different. Different good? <laughs> well, it, it's kind of like... So So I enjoyed it. Yeah. And I, I was doing a bit of research afterwards, and I didn't realise that in uh, Batman Origin... Was it Arkham Origins? Mm. You could actually get the uh, that skin. Yeah. Uh, there was some DLC for it. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I kind of like that outfit. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that was pretty cool. Yes, it was interesting. It was it was kind of... I don't know if it's because I've seen quite a lot of Batmans now, but it seems take the Batman idea and put it anywhere and we'll have a Jokery type character and stuff like that. And let's just, let's, let's just do a, a new Batman story. Yeah, sure, yeah. It was all right. I mean, it was only short, wasn't it? It was, what, five, was it? Five issues total, but I was surprised that the one story didn't run the entire five issues. Hmm. Uh, which I thought from the offset that that's where it was going to go, but it was like, was it two, three issues, and then that one arc was over, and it's like, oh, we've moved on to something. What? <laughs> where did that come from? Like, what the fuck? But yeah. um, I thought the Jack the Ripper stuff was a lot more, um, a lot stronger than the yeah the, than the last kind of couple of issues. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did like the fact that there was no Joker in this. However, the fact that they gave a little nod to the Joker, mm. uh, I thought was kind of clever. Yeah. In the way that they did that. What do you think um, about the art style? I mean, you, you could I tell this it. was a 19... Was it 1980s comic? 1983, I think it was. Uh, I think so. I didn't mind it. I, I don't mind the old school art mm. style. Um they 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 play around really well, kind of with the the shadows and and all that sort of stuff. When he's when he's the Batman, yeah, yeah, it looks like I don't know the the old school like art style. I think looks kind of uh, as to sound stupid, it looks less clean than than what the current stuff does. So uh, I think that kind of helps. Less sharp, should we say? Yeah, it, it kind of looked like something that I wouldn't say being blurred, but yeah, it, you didn't have the sharp edges. It was quite soft edges. Some of those panels in the comicsology version did look kind of blurred, and I'm like, I don't know if this just hasn't loaded in properly, or <laughs> if that's if that's how this looks. But, um, but yeah, I think their take on Jack the Ripper and his motives was quite interesting. Mm. Um, I, I, and I mean that with I don't know whether we can or whether we should, but the way that both kind of storylines resolve with like a here's the twist at the end yeah 
Um, I didn't see the twist in the first one. The second one, I, I didn't really give a shit about. I, like I say, the Jack yeah. the Ripper stuff actually intrigued me way more. But um, but yeah, I, I like the art style. I thought the story was told, you know, fairly well. Yeah, uh, yeah. I like the idea of, of Bruce Wayne in prison and how smug he is because it's like, you know, people are going to know it's, it's not me, this, this Jack the Ripper. Yeah, yeah. And then cut to the next page. Bruce Wayne found guilty of being Jack the Ripper. <laughs> exactly. Like, like whoops. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, the reason I suggested this again, it was kind of because of Assassin's Creed, but I found the time frame, uh, the, the, this this timeline interesting because obviously he doesn't have the tech. He doesn't have yeah, yeah. what Batman is known for. So to see kind of like a more bare bones Batman, I thought was quite intriguing. Yeah. Um, so also what I find out as well is um, this is going to be the next animated flick. So the the redoing the story. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how much of that comes across. Uh, yeah, I think that could actually make for a pretty good animated flick. Yeah, because they did I the. Uh, I think what, the last one was the Killing Joke, wasn't it? Last one. Yeah, last one was Killing Joke. Yeah. And yeah, so th- this is the one that they're doing now. This there was actually supposed to be a game uh, based on Gotham by Gaslight. Yeah, so again, I think uh, I think looking, it was uh, Origins DLC. Um, so I don't know if that was just for the you know you used to be able to do the fighting arena, yeah, yeah, stuff. Whether you could just do the outfit for that, or mm-hmm. or whether there was actually some story DLC, I don't know. Yeah, uh, there was actually supposed to be a proper proper. Oh right, okay. Gotham by Gaslight game. I can't remember if it was in the PS2 era. There was supposed to be like a proper version. I think there is a video on YouTube which I have seen, um, which like showed shows like footage um like uh, beta footage of the game uh, right okay and then it got canned but i think it, that's what we're saying before like take batman put him into the assassin's creed world yes that would be fucking shit hot yeah but yeah that that's kind of why i wanted to read this one but i, I like i say i thought it was all right I, yeah, it, it was, was all right uh, pretty good little standalone thing yeah i mean i got through all five in one sitting so that that kind of I, I always know when I'm struggling because I'll do the first one and then I'll put it down and be like, right, I'll go and do something. I'll come back. <laughs> but no, like I said, I'm, five, so, I, yeah. yeah, I'm just kind of disappointed, like I say, is that um, they didn't um, continue that Jack the Ripper story throughout because I think mm. they could have fleshed that out a lot longer. Yeah. Uh, whether that, you know, just be take some intriguing twists and turns. But um, well, who knows? That's my may do that in the film. Yeah, I I wouldn't be like too offended if they like change some stuff if it yeah. enhances the film because I think they'll just focus on the Jack the Ripper stuff. So yeah, yeah, that could be good because the, the last two issues they can just cut out completely. So <laughs> yeah, they were kind of pointless, but it's just one of those. But so yeah, there you cool. go, Gotham by Gaslight. So the next one, Darren. Mm. So I was looking through Comicsology. Okay, uh, I was looking at some stuff and. Uh, uh, again, we get, we go to the crime mystery kind of you know pulpy things, but it's not set uh, like Fade Out was. This is set in the eighties, so you know it's perfect time. Instant um, tick from you. Per- perfect time to be alive. Um, this one is by a, a a studio I've never heard of before. Okay. Um, Hard Case Crime is apparently the name of the <laughs> the comic book company. Uh, this one is called Peepland. Okay. And it's basically 
Times Square in 1986, the home of New York's Red Light District, where strip clubs, porno theatres and petty crime prevails. And there's crimey things and stuff, and it's only five issues. So okay. I thought it might be a decent little short series. But yeah, so the next one's going to be P-Planned. P-Planned, okay. Yes. Cool. And that was the reading corner. So I think that's it. Um, however, I do want to mention one thing, Darren. <laughs> okay. I, <laughs> I did mention it on uh, social medias. I, I think we've made it. I think it's safe to say. I think we can stop here. Um, so I was going through uh, the, the checkpoint on uh, Twitter page and uh, noticed that we'd got a mention. Um, thank you to Mushroom Top News, who um, linked us uh, on their page. Um because of the uh, the title of the last episode. <laughs> the Button Mushroom, yeah. Yeah, that's the one. We made the Mushroom Top News. We did indeed. Uh, I'm I genuinely intrigued to see if we get anyone uh, <laughs> from there, because they do have about a thousand followers at this point. So, Yeah, but I looked through their feed, so they just use an aggregator, so they're using the uh, Twitter API. I don't give a shit. We've made just it. Just to search for the word mushroom and then just retweeting it. <laughs> exactly. So all the other stuff was, I've grown these mushrooms and, and mushroom of the week and da, 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 da. <laughs> It's like, it, it was like but a button I, mushroom. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just really want someone to come over thinking that that's what we're going to be talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just for them to be solely disappointed. But uh, uh, it, it, it would warm the cockles in my heart if that happened. But... Uh, yeah. yeah, so thank you to Mushroom Top News for that. So, uh, so yeah. Um, but just so you know, we're not too big for his boots at this point. It's not got to his heads. Um, <laughs> We've been aggregated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, you want to send us an email? If you came for Mushroom Top News, let us know. Send us an email. It's podcast at checkpointdone.com. Uh, we've got the Facebook page. Uh, just search Checkpoint Done. Yep. Uh, Twitter at Checkpoint Done. The website is checkpointdone.com where I'm putting videos up at a steady pace. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I've got more stuff coming shortly. Cool. We've got the YouTube page as well. But again, just go to the site. It's easier. There is a little subscribe button. Might make it a bit easier to kind of find if people subscribe. But you don't have to. Um, you could do. Um, if you want to go to our personal Twitters, Darren is at D5120. Yep. And I'm at Foxhounder01. And until the next time, Au revoir. Goodbye.